Hey guys, it's party time. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. It is this is uh, it is going to be a good day today. You know, you hear me talk all the time about a parallel economy going out there, whether it is the uh, banking industry, whether it is the entertainment industry, the places that you shop, where you spend your money. It is crucial that you make sure that you support your values with your dollars. There's a lot of people out there who have experienced everything from cancel culture to deplatforming, demonetization. And every now and then you have folks who, who will step up and, and risk their own platform to say, you know what? I know what the truth is. I know what my values and my convictions are. And I'm going to throw caution to the wind because you can't cancel me. And one of those voices that uh, that i've admired for so long is is my buddy john rich and you know john welcome to the program first of all i love that room you're sitting in right there we've had some good times in that room how are you doing brother i could not be better uh, i would say better than i deserve without a doubt man it's uh with all the craziness going on in the world there are ways to find um order in the chaos yeah and i think that's kind of what you're opening with right now but I'm doing good, man. My my two sons uh, just started sixth grade and eighth grade, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, just doing a bunch of shows with Big Kenny, and now I've got a new record coming out. So, I mean, I have nothing to complain about. Happy to be an American. You know, John, you could you could spend the rest of your life, the rest of your career, um, just just making a making a profession out of being a country music legend, right? You've had a you've had a storied career. You you've got a long history. You've got the name. You've got the brand. All these things that you've done to be quite honestly a Nashville icon and. You are consistently one who says, you know what, buck the system. I'm going to tell the things the way they are, and, I, and I'm going to come out fighting. And you catch the hate for it. You, you catch the garbage that comes out there. When you're, when you're listening to the voices in the wind, does that affect you? How, how does that play out in your day-to-day life? By voices in the wind, you mean the ones that are, are firing the torpedoes? Yeah, the naysayers. Like the ones that are coming coming at you so i would say early on uh maybe four or five years ago and when i came out swinging and just saying what was really on my mind all that all that started coming at me and it bothered me in the in the beginning but in the last two three four years now uh i look at hatred for what i stand for and what i have to say as validation that i said it correctly (laughs) yeah I, i think i would be lost if i had no one uh sending back tidal waves of of negativity and hate, which is really how we're supposed to be. I mean, listen, the original Americans, the founding fathers, that whole crew back then, they had tons of hate coming at them, not not just from the British Empire, their own countrymen. A lot of them did not want to fight the Revolutionary War. They didn't want to take that on. They're like, nah, let's just let's just figure out a way to get along without a war. And so the ones that were writing the Declaration of Independence and, and our Constitution said, yeah, we're never going to have freedom if we don't. And they had to buck their system, too. People yeah. forget that. But that's really was the atmosphere back then. So for me, I look out and I see the way this system has been built. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat or otherwise. We're all part of this system. Eventually, it crushes everybody on one level or another. So I look at the success that I've I've been given and I think, well, how is that even possible? I'm the only way a guy like me, high school diploma, grew up in a double wide trailer in Amarillo, Texas, nothing fancy in my pedigree. The only reason 
I've had this success is because I have the right to pursue happiness, which mm. is guaranteed and, and talked about under the Declaration of Independence. We're the only country that's ever acknowledged that. And so take advantage of it. So anybody that stands in the way of the right to pursue happiness and exhaust your potential has to be called out. And unfortunately, right now in this year, in 2023, the whole system is that way. We're, we're seeing it play out, whether it's the justice system, the banking system, uh, the political systems, all of that. It's one gigantic system that we're all caught up in. And so, yeah, I go out of my way to try to break through that because I got kids coming too. Everybody's yeah. got kids coming in the next generation. We got to try to figure out a new way to do it around here. You, um, you, <laughs> you look at the world we live in today and people are, you, you, you mentioned the signers of the Declaration of Independence. They were in essence signing their own death warrant. They knew the risk that they were taking and putting their name on that piece of parchment. These days, people are too scared. They're, they're, they're too comfortable to go out and truly make a difference. And if you do put out truth, then people are offended. Now, you got a new song out. you got a new video out <laughs> called I'm Offended. And you just poked the bear right in the eye with this thing. Tell me about this project. Tell me about this song. Well, first of all, nobody loves a good laugh better than you or me. I right. know that for a fact, man. We love to laugh and, and, and try to find comedy and humor, even in the catastrophe sometimes. You try to find something that's funny. And I look out at the world, Chad, and I go, there's nothing funny going on at all. I mean, every time I, I wake up, I get that first cup of coffee, you <laughs> open your laptop, or you turn on the TV, it's just, come on, man. There's got to be a break in the action at some point. So. I put together a whole new record, 10 songs. Uh, it's called The Country Truth. And the first song, uh, which is going to come out this Friday, is called I'm Offended. And basically, it's, it's making fun of the culture that we all live in. I'm offended that you're offended. Let's all get offended tonight. I'll order us a beer and we can sit down right here and scream and yell and cuss and fuss and fight. Like, that's how stupid it is because, yeah, we disagree on stuff and, and everybody gets offended about something, it seems like, every five minutes. But the bigger picture is, yeah, but we're all still Americans. Let's have a beer and just get offended at each other for a minute yeah. and then move on down the road. So that's what the song's about. I don't know anybody else with a song like this one. To me, it seemed like a perfect time to put something out for people to uh, get a little grin on their face. Yeah, a few months ago, I think I was down in Galveston in the middle of the day, and I get this text message from you, and you had done this little uh, this little demo of it, and I said, okay, first of all, what are you going to do with that song? Because if you ain't cutting it, I know a guy. <laughs> and uh, you said, no, yeah. we're going to do something with it. It's a phenomenal song, and it's a phenomenal message. And, uh, you know, our, our, our country was founded on the ability to dialogue and debate and disagree and to discuss some things and then come back together for the betterment of what the country's all about. These days, we're at each other's throats. I, we're going to go to a break in a minute, but I, I want your take on this. Do you think that music and, and let's say comedy as well? I've always said that I think they have a certain power. Do you think they have the ability anymore to be able to, be able to bring people back together or are we just a lost cause at this point? I think music and comedy, the two things you mentioned, are probably the most effective things because people are uh, people are susceptible to laughing. You know, it opens them up a little bit. When that laugh comes out, that means something came in and cracked them open a little bit. That's why they yeah. call it, I'm cracking you up right now. You're cracking me up. Yeah. yeah, that's what that means. And music, when you put that melody behind it and you, and you make it really succinct, it sticks in their head and they, they're singing it to themselves, it's extremely powerful. And you've seen the industries even try to try to cut down our singers, cut down mm. our comedians. Thank God I'm, I'm not owned by anyone. I don't have a record deal or a publishing deal. I'm as independent as a guy can possibly be. 
And uh, that's the most freedom an artist can have. So, yeah, I hope songs like mine. My last one was called Progress. It had mm. that kind of an effect on people. Uh, I'm offended, though. That's all about having a big laugh uh, at what's going on and give everybody a little break. Yeah. And, and you know, as as an artist has come out and just kind of poked the bear every now and then, you've had great success in that. I want to talk to you when we come back about this kid that all of a sudden has popped on the scene, this Oliver Anthony kid, which is just like, boom, I all of a sudden, hey, there's a country boy singing country music and it's got the world pissed off. So uh, don't go anywhere, John. Hang tight real quick. Um, before we go to break, we're just days away from the Durban Accords. That's the greatest threat to the U.S. dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, that's Tuesday, the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're expected to announce the launch of a new international super currency, which is fully backed by gold or other commodities. Uh, it's part of their long-term plan to supplant the U.S. and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. You can protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout of this landmark announcement by diversifying with gold with Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold's been the safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is, well, right now. You can get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word C-H-A-D, I spell it Chad, to 989898. There's a monumental shift happening among the nations that control one-third of the world's GDP, and it kicks off August 22nd. You need to arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Chad to the number 989898. Claim your free info kit from Birch Gold. We'll be right back. All right, we're uh, we're hanging out with John Rich, and uh, you know, John, it's hard to have a conversation with you without sipping on a little Redneck Riviera. I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> right now, but uh, dude, I, and by the way, if you guys aren't drinking Redneck Riviera whiskey, that's the stuff. That is the stuff. I, we sat in that room right there. I don't know how many bottles we went through one day. But uh, it was a good day, brother. It was a good day. This uh, this Oliver Anthony kid comes out of what is Virginia or whatever, and, and this song goes viral. And I'm I'm listening to this song that just pops out of nowhere, and I'm like, okay, uh, I can hear the authenticity in this guy's voice, and it it resonates with a lot of people. Now they're trying to villainize him, and you know it, it popped off on Twitter. People were talking about you producing some uh, some stuff with him. Uh, what's happening with that? Is that, is that going to be a thing? You going to work on a project with him or do we know yet? Well, so, you know, I've had several conversations with him, um, on the phone, long periods of time, texting back and forth. I mean, the guy literally goes from singing out in the woods <laughs> and loading a little video onto his YouTube channel where he still had his email listed on his, on his YouTube channel. I mean, <laughs> he was just glad that anybody liked his music at that point. And then, you know, a couple of us saw it. I saw it. Uh, Bongino ran across it. He's like, have you seen this guy? I go, I said, I just saw it. I said, this, it's one of the most jarring things I've ever seen in a really profound way. Yeah. So I posted it. You posted it. We all started posting it. And what do you know? I think the guy's got 70 million views. Something crazy <laughs> has happened with this guy. But I think the reason that that song is so big, it's not not only the lyrics of the song, but it is what the guy sounds like and looks like as he's performing it. Yeah. Americans are exasperated. Americans are shredded. Americans are exhausted and they're pissed off and they're sad. And they're all these things rolled up into one after all these years from the pandemic on to this very second, it just never ends. And this guy's voice and the way he sounded and the way he emoted the, those lyrics, I think struck a chord with, 
lots of people. I mean, I, I went on uh, YouTube looking at some reaction videos just to see what people are saying. There's yeah. all kinds of people, I promise you, that are not conservatives that are listening to the song and going, everything that guy just said is absolutely true. Yeah. And so now he's experiencing uh, the buzzsaw. You know, the, the entire music industry uh, in Nashville has been coming after him. And I explained to him on the phone, I said, if you had a record deal and recorded that exact song and made that exact video, nobody would have ever heard it. There's right. no way in hell a record label would ever let that song see the light of day. So thank God you're independent. I've been telling him, stay independent. Yeah. Don't do contracts. Don't do anything. You know, follow your gut, man. Stay independent because the second you sign up with a big company, they're going to start cutting you apart and editing you and it won't be the same situation. And he listens. He he's actually was on that page already. This morning I texted him. I said, well, man, how's it going? He said, well, I'm just trying to trying to stay quiet and stay in the Bible. That's what he said. I'm staying <laughs> quiet and I'm staying in the Bible. That's I good. Said, that's a good that's a good place to be. So he really is that guy. I yeah. mean, that's. He's dealing with a lot right now, so uh, I hope he can keep it together, and I hope he's got other good people around him he, he can uh, you know, lean on. Yeah, from the viral perspective, I made the comment the day it happened. I said, he's about to have a lot of good things come his way and a lot of bad things, and I hope he's ready for that. And so I'm, I'm thankful that you guys have, have rallied around him in the way that you have, and uh, good for him. I, again, they're setting him up as some kind of political ideologue pawn, and I'm like, the guy's not political at all. He just wrote a protest song that just has the anointing on it. I don't know any other way to put it. I mean, it's just like God put his finger on the thing, and boom, it's blessed, you know? When, he's, when he says, uh, your dollar ain't shit, and yeah. it's tax no end, because the rich man up, up north of Richmond, I mean, so, well, everybody's dollars aren't worth anything, and everybody's getting the hell taxed out of them. Everybody. So, yeah, that's a popular song. Listen, you're seeing the biggest songs right now uh, from Aldine, Try That in a Small Town, uh, now to the, the Richmond, north of Richmond. And I honestly think my song, I'm Offended, is going to be one of those. I think people, it's different than those other two because it's funny. Yeah. It's hilarious, matter of fact. But it, it pushes the same button of, yeah, that's what we all look at every day. Just nobody's putting that into a song before. Yeah. So I think we actually, as independent artists, me and him and even Al Dean, who, who is on a record label but just does what he wants to, that attitude has got to come forward and be heard and, and stand up. And it doesn't just have to be famous people, Chad. It can be anybody, anybody listening to this interview. You got a voice too. Stop being scared to use it. If the founding fathers uh, had a spirit of fear, we wouldn't even have a country to be arguing about right now. So yeah. remember where you come from, step out there and say what you mean. Yeah. And, and that, that parallel economy, parallel entertainment, parallel culture, all of these things, you know, I look at you as being a significant voice in, in all of those things right now as a, as an artist, uh, as a businessman, I, I don't know if people realize it or not. John Rich is an incredible businessman. And, and I mean, anybody that's paying attention should know that. And I'm happy to say that, that now you're a banker. <laughs> you got you got <laughs> Old Glory Bank, man. That's a new project that's coming along. I'm intrigued yeah. by this. What What's going on with that? That's a really, really important thing. So we all saw the trucker protest in Canada a couple years back. And it didn't matter what Trudeau did. They were not going to leave mm -hmm. uh, until they were ready to leave. So the last move Trudeau pulled on them was he told all the banks to freeze their bank accounts. So if you were out there and you wouldn't leave, you're a trucker, they'll freeze your bank account. They'll freeze the bank account of the company that you drive for. 
if you own a tow truck company and you refuse to tow the trucks away, they'll freeze your bank account. They just started mass freezing people's bank accounts. Well, that broke their backs. So they mm-hmm. eventually got up and left. They said, well, they, they froze all of our accounts. The same thing has happened in Brazil. The same thing just happened in England. Uh, Nigel Farage just had his accounts frozen and family members' accounts frozen. So Ben Carson, Larry Elder, myself, a bunch of guys behind the scenes uh, as well that come from the banking industry that understand it very well. We had this conversation of, hey, we need to set up something where that can't happen, where you're, you're not going to have your bank account weaponized against you for exercising your constitutional rights. And people misunderstand this all the time. They say, well, if the federal government tells Old Glory Bank to freeze Chad Prather's bank account Mm -hmm. because they don't like something he did, the bank has to do that. I said, no, they don't. The bank has a decision at that point. They can say, "Okay, yes, we'll freeze his bank account. Or they can say, take two of these and call me in the morning. Okay, I'll (laughs) see you in the courtroom. I'll see you at court. And, and most banks don't have the fortitude uh, to do that, to tell the federal government to go jump in the river. I'll see you in a courtroom. But Old Glory Bank will. And so the whole credo behind the bank is you will never you will never be punished for exercising your constitutional rights. And it's pretty pathetic that you have to have a situation like this built. But that is the situation we're in. People want to run for the hills, Chad. They're like, where do we run? We got to get out of here. But the enemy owns all the hills. They bought all the real estate. Where are you going to go? You're going to leave your bank and go to another bank? Okay, well, they're the same exact situation you were just in yeah. if, it, if it come down to brass tacks, the federal government leaning on them. So oglorybank.com is where you go to set up an account. We've now got tens of thousands of people coming in. We just started doing small business loans. You know, this is not the billionaire's bank. This is, this is the blue-collar mom-and-pop small business bank uh, for people that, that are concerned that at some point the federal government may, may do what other governments have already done. Old Glory Bank. Folks need to uh, pay attention to that, get involved with that, support it. This is what we're talking about, folks. This is what we're talking about. And go to where your music is offered and get the song, I'm Offended. Watch the video. Check it out. I wanted to come be a part of the video. I, I, I can't remember now what happened, but you guys invited me out and I couldn't I couldn't make it. But, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend. I'm proud of everything you're doing, John. And, man... Just keep kicking that ass. That's all I know. Just keep keep plugging away, getting up, and doing it with excellence, brother. Hey, I'm a, I'm a happy warrior just like you, man. My, my life is great. I enjoy my life. We look out at this country, and we see things that are really, really wrong and upside down. And I'm telling you, you can still be a happy person and fight at the same time. It yeah. can be done, and that's the attitude we should have. Yeah. Well, check out the music, get the song, uh, all the other stuff that's going on. I'm looking forward to uh, so many cool things that are coming along. And if you guys get an opportunity to go see uh, Big and Rich in concert, I think you should go see Big and Rich in concert. So God bless you, buddy. I'm in I'm in uh, Nashville the next couple of weeks. Maybe I'll run into you. We'll have some of that Redneck Riviera whiskey, brother. Give me a holler. I'd love to see you, buddy. All right, Thank man. you. Talk soon. Thanks, John. All right, guys, every day we hear about another familiar brand selling out their customers and going woke. Americans are sick and tired of having leftist propaganda jammed into every product they consume. Well, woke mobile mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions into liberal causes, and we've just had to take it because you need a cell phone, and you probably thought there wasn't an alternative. Well, I've got some news for you. There is an alternative, and I want you to make the switch today. Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three 
major networks. So you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to in your area, minus the leftist propaganda. So when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, our military veterans and first responder heroes, and their 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make switching easy. So keep your phone, keep your number, too. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash chat or give them a call, 878-PATRIOT. You get free activation today with the offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service. Take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. That's PatriotMobile.com slash chat or call them at 878-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. All right. Another game changer that I want to introduce to you. In fact, a lot of times people will come to our shows and they hear us talk about an organization called Wheelchairs for Warriors. Um, I talk about it. Jesse Payton talks about it. It's a great organization that does a lot of great things, and um, they do a lot of good for a lot of different types of people. Uh, And the person responsible for Wheelchairs for Warriors, Crystal Larimore. Welcome (laughs) to the program. Well, hello. Thank you. How are you? People just thought you were a myth. They're like, there's no organization called Wheelchairs for Warriors. What are you talking about? There's there's an organization, and I'm not the only person responsible. So my co-conspirator, Heidi Hansing. Heidi Hansing. Is it her birthday? It's her birthday. Happy birthday, dear Heidi. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Oh, well. She will appreciate that. She'll save that. She'll download it. We'll sell it. (laughs) We're going to sell it on eBay. (laughs) Heidi, I love you, and I miss you. Happy birthday. And wish you were here. We'd go get cake or something. Yeah. So tell me about this organization. I love it. I know you do. I know you do. And we appreciate your support and Jesse. And we're trying to get you to some things, you know. We've got the Red Pill comedy thing happening. And we have a commercial filming. And Chad's just busy being Chad. I know. Crystal said to me, she goes, you know who we got to not to to do the part that you were going to do? Alan West. And I was Alan. like, oh, Alan. Alan. Alan's always supporting us. Camera hog. Whatever. Alan's always supporting us. Yeah. You know, he shows him. up for everything. He shows up. He does. He shows <laughs> well, that's up. That's because Alan everything. doesn't have a schedule. <laughs> Alan doesn't have, he's not in, he's not high in demand like I am. I'm a major celebrity at this point. You know, you never know with me. Yeah. Gosh, it's a, it's a miracle that I'm even here. It really is. It is. It, it's my miracle alone, <laughs> by the way. It's just, it's all mine. It's the miracle is mine. You, but you, you, have a, a a background of you were a chef yeah and you you're just a cool chick no and you and you decide that hey let's let's get wheelchairs for people who need them yeah so i was in baghdad in 2004 and 5 with yeah. the state department and while i was there i saw a lot i saw kids get blown up and their kids and it's shocking you know when you go there and they're 18 19 right. 20 they're young kids and they're getting blown up and they're coming into the cache, which is the military hospital. I've prayed with their um, teammates over them. I've seen Iraqi citizens blown up. I mean, I've mm. seen a lot. And when I came home, you know, I had the restaurant when I left. I came back. I still had the restaurant. And when I came back for about a year, you know, you just don't want anybody to talk to you because you've just been and you know bombs and bad bad stuff happening yeah. for two years so for about a year i just didn't even really want to talk to anybody and then after that happened i started writing an article a newspaper had asked me if i wanted to write mm-hmm. about it and you know god's perfect timing chad you know this it's just one of those moments that happens the story came out of my head i sent it to the 
guy at the newspaper that owned the newspaper that was um, Montgomery County News, where where you live. Yeah. And so I, that's where I started, you know, really letting out my feelings and, you know, sharing what I had what I had witnessed. And I wanted to give back in some way and continue that service. And I shadowed a lot of nonprofits, military or veteran specific nonprofits. And during that time, and it was about five or six years, I realized that they weren't ran really well. That there was a lot of money going somewhere. People have no idea how rampant that is among nonprofits, particularly ones that cater towards veterans. Veterans, yeah. Yeah. Because I think in America, if my numbers are right, it's a few years old, but I think there's about 600,000 501c3s that are, and a very small percentage of that actually does any legitimate good. Right. And it was shocking Mm -hmm. to me. And I was at the time raising money for politicians and, you know, they all tend to just not tell the truth. And so I was very frustrated. So I wanted to, you know, pivot and put my efforts towards raising money for those who served us, serving those who served us. Mm -hmm. And, so it's a it's a huge passion. My whole family is from is military. I come from a you know family steeped in the tradition of serving America. I'm a daughter of the American Revolution. So the pride, you know, the pride runs deep. Sure. And I was shocked at what was going on inside these nonprofits and big ones. You'd know them all. You would know everyone that I mentioned. Yeah. And so Heidi and I were having dinner one day and she was complaining about a nonprofit she was working for trying to get hired on and they were like well sugar can't you just do this for us for free and she's like no (laughs) (laughs) i mean no you're asking me to do work and the bible says you know fair wages for for fair work right yeah get paid for your work workman's worthy of his hire that's That's right right. oh that's probably the more proper scripture um yeah i was adding don't don't muzzle the oxen that treads the grain (laughs) it's another one that's good good job yeah and so so we were just both complaining to each other. And I grew up in a military family that says, you've got 60 seconds to complain and then come up with the fix. Mm. That's it. We're done, you know? And I looked at her and I said, hey, why don't we just start our own nonprofit? And she said, okay, how? I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. But if these guys can do it, you and I can do it. Yeah, if that bunch of yahoos can do That's it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, if a jarhead can do it, certainly <laughs> we can do it. And... um. So that's kind of how it began. And we didn't really know what we wanted it to be. And a good friend of ours is a um, rehab seating clinic for wheelchairs for workman's comp cases. Not anything to do with veterans. His father was a veteran in a wheelchair. He's, he's passionate about people in wheelchairs. We were taking him to events, military events, while we we're trying to figure out what we want our nonprofit to be. And he kept saying, hey that's a Marine that was blown up in Iraq and he's in a terrible wheelchair. That's not the right wheelchair for him. Wow. Hey, that guy's a purple heart recipient that he's in a wheelchair. That's not the right wheelchair. Hey, that's a medal of honor recipient. You know, that man is 80 years old and that's not the right wheelchair for him. Hey. And we were just, I was just like, dude, not my, not my business. I mean, love it that you're focused on it. Not my business. And one day, you know, the sledgehammer from God comes over the head and I went, Oh, Oh, wheelchairs for warriors. Wow. And that's how it started. And we've never slowed down. The, all, every door's been opened. Yeah. You know, people th- I think come people, to our aid. And you've educated me on this because I, I think a lot of people say, well, wheelchair's a wheelchair. I mean, you just sit in it <laughs> and that's the deal. I mean, you just sit in a wheelchair and that's what you do. You roll around and 
and and to sound you know crass and elemental i think that's the what the average person out there thinks that that's what's involved it's just like you know as i got involved with wounded warrior people you know men and women who were coming back and they'd lost a leg and i was like well you just you just put a prosthetic on them and that's it right Mm -hmm. no it's not it at all i mean Mm -hmm. there's you know long periods of of rehab and therapy Mm -hmm. and fittings and trial and error and getting Mm -hmm. everything just right and that wheelchair becomes an extension of that person it's it's part of them it's their life it's their day-to-day and when you and i when we were we've talked about it and it's like when you find out ah just why can't you just go out and buy a wheelchair three hundred dollar wheelchair why do y'all need donations donations. you got a wheelchair right no these wheelchairs can be fifty sixty thousand dollars i mean it's insane it's insane when and and you have these people they don't have the means to go out and get that type of care why why is it so expensive well probably it's an insurance issue is why Mm -hmm. it's so so expensive um the lightweight carbon fiber or titanium wheelchairs run us anywhere from $3,500 to $7,500. And then if we want to put a smart drive system on it for like, say, our uh, United States Marine Corps veteran, Jacob McWhorter, who got toxins from the burn pits, the VA had him labeled at 10% disability. He couldn't get a job. His joint, his bones popped out of joint all the time. Mm. 10%. 10% disabled, couldn't work, couldn't roll his wheelchair with his arms because his shoulders would pop out of joint. Right. So we sent our rehab seating specialist to see him and we gave him a lightweight titanium wheelchair with a Bluetooth, a smart drive system that he could tap his Bluetooth watch that comes with it. That's another $9,500. So by the time you outfit him, pay for seating specialist, you, you know, you're almost 20 grand in Yeah, for a regular regular wheelchair we also do like if you're blown up chances are you don't sit properly your spine's crooked whatever so we put a little thing underneath them it's real thin it's a heating sensor they Mm -hmm. sit on it these are technical terms things i just want you to (laughs) i'm not the engineer (laughs) it's very engineering minded of you crystal yeah the thingies the little thin plastic thingies i don't really know what they're called it's not my job but they sit on it and it's heat mapping and then it tells the rehab seating specialist how to build the seat Mm. does the seat need to be like this and the seat is like a air number mattress you know like it has all these little fingers with airs in it with air in it and they sit on it and it makes them straight again so that might be six hundred to fifteen hundred dollars for yeah. a seat. For did you hear that? For a for, seat. I'm, you're a redneck. I'm in Dallas. Yeah, it's a <laughs> redneck episode. We had John Rich on. I call him my redneck cousin. We there call each other redneck cousins, <laughs> and uh, and you just came out here and just showing said, it. Said fur. Fur. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the, uh, you know, you you go out. You you know, you're out in public, and you you see somebody tooling through there and they're, they're in a wheelchair right and you and you want to show them respect you want to give them mm-hmm. I, I in fact i was i was we went to the baseball game we went to the texas rangers game uh last week and um and i make the jokes you know I, so i said i said you know the best seating in here is the handicap accessible that's right deal i'm gonna get me a wheelchair and roll in here because i mean people are just getting out of their way they're catering to them i mean they're bringing them things right. doing all these kind of deals and you make that tongue-in-cheek joke. You don't want mm-hmm. to lessen what these people are dealing with or what they go through. But you see so many veterans, and I hear the stories. You hear the stories. These are these 
the war stories that shouldn't be war stories, these are the ones where they come home and the real tragedy begins. Right. Because as you said, they've got to deal with the VA. They've got to deal with the insurance companies. They've got to deal with debilitating disabilities that are already happening. It, they've got to overcome the emotional stress, the PTSD in a lot of things, uh, in a lot of cases. The, the last worry they should have is how they're going to be mobile and how that's going to be paid for. It seems like such a simple thing, but it's it neglected. It seems like our tax dollars One are going think. into the VA that has billions of dollars. Yes. And that if no man left behind is going to be the mantra on the battlefield, what about the home field? Yeah. What about no man left behind? Because they're being left behind when they get home. That's why a man rolls up to a VA and sets himself on fire. That's why that's why tragedies happen. That's why we don't have 22 veterans a day committing suicide. We have 44 veterans a day committing mm. suicide. That's why is because they are being left behind. And it is shocking to me. It's it's it makes my heart sick yeah. when these when these American heroes call me and they're broken. Mm -hmm. And listen, like you said, a wheelchair is everything. It's an extension of them. Mm -hmm. So. They are using it for as a sofa. They're using it as a as a bed sometimes, as their recliner to watch TV, as the thing that's going to get them to the park or to the beach. And one wheelchair isn't going to do all of that. And we just had an epiphany one day. How, I have a question for you. How many pair? Do you have more than one pair of cowboy boots? I do. Do you? I have more than one pair of silver heels. Yeah. So let's just start there. You know, <laughs> I've got... 20 pair of cowboy boots. Well, maybe not 20, at least five. Yeah, maybe, I probably have maybe 20. Maybe 10. You probably have 20. Yeah. I've given some away just to, you know, make myself feel better. Same, same. Yeah. So should they just get one wheelchair? What, what about if today they want to play basketball with their son and tomorrow they want to go hunting and fishing with their father right. or their grandfather? And then in the house, you can't bring, you can't bring the zero turn wheelchair in the house, right? Mm -hmm. The wife is like, uh, you're not messing up my floors or my carpet, you know? Yeah. So that's a different wheelchair. And so sometimes we're serving these guys more than once. Yeah. And it is the VA's duty to do this. And it's not every VA doesn't fail. And, you know, we started out trying to not trash the VA and not talk bad about, we just tried. Yeah. And we just, they're, they're doing well, it to themselves. While, after it's a while. It's glaring. Yeah, people are like, well, why, why are you needed? Yeah, yeah. All right, hang on. We're going to talk some more. We're going to go to a break. Because I know we lose people at the break. The website, wheelchairsforwarriors.org. So I know sometimes people peel off at the break. So I want to go ahead and put it out there, wheelchairsforwarriors.org. Support, give, contribute, get involved, all the different things. We'll talk more in the next segment about how you can do that. But we got, I like having Crystal around. We give each other a hard time, so it'll be good. We got, we got some stuff to talk about. Let's do it. All right. Since the early days of Blaze TV, we've been fortunate to work with the team over at Relief Factor. They brought an unknown anti-inflammatory to the marketplace that they tried out in their hometown, and it showed a remarkable ability to reduce pain for a lot of different types of chronic ailments. I use Relief Factor. It is an all-natural alternative to pain medications that I uh, that I think is a great alternative to be able to keep yourself pain-free. Inflammation is not only the chief cause of pain, but it's also a factor in many other diseases. And I feel better that Relief Factor is always working to keep my inflammation markers in check. Hundreds of thousands of people order Relief Factor every month. About 70% reorder it because it works. And you can order a trial pack right now for $19.95 to see if it will work for you. 
and reduce your pain. So go to relieffactor.com or you can call them on the phone, 800, the number four relief. That's for folks that are just feeling lonely. I just got to call Relief Factor. 800, the number four relief. But uh, give them a visit, relieffactor.com. Get the trial packer. Uh, get, get the trial pack at relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. Did uh, do you, do you keep up with the news a lot, or do you try to ignore it? How 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 is your mind? Wired? How is my mind? So I used to be a Fox News addict and Newsmax and Glenn Beck, everything. Like I did it all, and now yeah. I'm just I'm. I only stream on TV, but I do keep up with whatever will pop across my yeah. Instagram feed. Yeah, I'll I'll listen. What are you going to talk about? I don't know. What you got? I just checking. I, I was I, I was just thinking about um, I don't know if you saw that uh, trans woman the guy who broke the Canadian um, powerlifting record last yes. week that's yeah. 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 And, and, yeah, yeah yeah and then mocked him and said you know hey there's a good picture of of him yeah. um, yep yeah, it's, it's different equipment there than most of the girls in the competition but surely there's some women out there as strong as him surely we're all created equal right yeah one hundred percent. I mean, he decimated them. I mean, like, and then and then mocked them, talking about, I don't understand why women are so weak at the bench press and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. <laughs> well, it's what's swinging between your legs, buddy. <laughs> I can tell you. It's the testosterone in there. We're built a little different. So the, the insanity of the world we're living in, it clouds out the important issues that are going on, right? <laughs> it really does. I mean, we get so, we get so bombarded with lunacy like that. That then you try to tell people, and I know I, people get in these live feeds right here in the live chat on this show while they're watching it, and and people want to be entertained. They want the 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 latest headline that's fanciful and something we can mock and make fun of. And but I have to deal with my inbox every day, and my <laughs> inbox is full of real stories from real people who right. are suffering and struggling. Right. And, and a lot of these people, I get to know them. I know their stories. I've, I've heard them. You, you can't with everybody because there's so many that come in. But it's mm-hmm. amazing how many people out there just feel neglected and forgotten. You were telling me a story earlier about someone who, again, a wrong chair situation, flipped over backwards, mm-hmm. hit their head on the concrete. Mm-hmm. And these are things that, yeah, things are going to happen, but things shouldn't happen. That's as right. They do. Yeah. And we try to get there before these situations happen. So we we're the quick response team and they're always our, our recipients and we serve veterans and first responders. So that's why it's wheelchairs yeah. for warriors. And he was um, Jamie is actually a veteran and a first responder. He was um, a thing in Kentucky with technical word, you know, state mm-hmm. trooper. He was a state trooper state in Kentucky trooper. and he was shot in the back by one of his own um, during a stop. Uh, they were stopping a bank robber you know real life real yeah. life stuff going on out here and he can't get a wheelchair from the va he's not injured in the line of duty from being a veteran he can't get a wheelchair from workman's comp because they've dumped him you mm. know because his job is dangerous you knew that you knew the situation when you took the job i don't know what is going on with his health care but it is a shit show not good and so here he is trying to get up a ramp and the ramp wasn't built well and it had a bump in the front and his chair flipped over 
backwards and he hit his head on the concrete and we're checking in with him right now making sure that he's okay we have a specific fundraiser going on for him we've built one chair for him and we're coming in with the second power chair Mm. it's crazy yeah and but but meanwhile back at the ranch let's give a lot of money to the illegals coming across the border oh let's give some money to ukraine uh, Ukraine, uh, yeah who has isn't their spokesperson their military spokesperson a chick the one they just came like out with, yeah. Or a dude dressed like a trans chick, that's talking something. about Vladimir Putin yeah. drinking like, people's blood and bathing it, in the blood of children. Right. And and here's the thing. It's like, I mean, I get it. That's happening. But this is happening yeah. in our country. I've always said that you want, you want to affect things like Ukraine. You want to do things in third world countries. You want to do humanitarian aid at our southern border. The light that shines the farthest away shines the brightest at home. So if you have a bright light at home, it will reach other places. Mm -hmm. It will reach these other countries and these other nations. It's not that those things, to your point, it's not that those things don't matter. They do matter. But if we're not taking care of those who have willingly served us to make the ultimate sacrifice. And I love that you guys, it's not just veterans. It is first responders. Mm-hmm. This is people, you've told me numerous stories uh, over time about people who were you know, wounded as police officers at a, at a traffic stop and they mm-hmm. get hit by a car or mm-hmm. you know, the person runs and they're hung right. onto the vehicle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, these, it's, We talk about the veterans, but there's a lot more than that. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of heroes among us. There are a lot of heroes among us, and there are a lot of angels among us. Yeah. And it's not all doom and gloom. We, you know, we've never had to turn a veteran down. We've had a hundred over, we've probably had. That's amazing. A hundred and sixty. I should say we've never turned a warrior down. We've had over a hundred and sixty applicants, and we've served all of them in seven short years. And that is because, you know, of private donations we're not taking money from the government yeah and that's that's one of the things that we try to do we try to keep it on the tip of our tongue you know when we're on a stage in front Mm -hmm. of an audience and we have people all the time who say what are you involved with i've heard jesse do it numerous Mm -hmm. times and jesse's a nut we just jesse's crazy but he's our crazy right (laughs) and so you know jesse is always faithful to say wheelchairs for warriors you know if you want to be a part of that you know that's that's the place where the money needs to go and 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 you guys are just you're doing a phenomenal thing you really are i mean yeah. it's a unique it's it's a niche charity right it's no very specific it. nobody else is doing that it's so what it's, we're doing yeah it's very specific and and like i said earlier i've watched people who have gone through trying to get the right chair or trying to get a prosthetic and just it's such a tedious mind-numbing <laughs> depressing process <laughs> one of the um Every time you say the word prosthetic, I remember a story. One of my first lessons is Eric Morante. He's a United States Marine Corps veteran blown up in Baghdad. Um, Luckily, no one in his unit um, died. Mm -hmm. Um, Since then, there's been some suicides, but they're at the the moment. And so Eric is missing his um, right leg. It could be his left. I think it's his right leg. He always corrects me. I'm like, oh, I, can't, I don't see that you're missing legs. So there's the good news. Yeah. Um, and he has a prosthetic. Well, he called us for a wheelchair and we met him at SHOT Show actually. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you have a prosthetic. Why do you need a wheelchair? Right? Wouldn't you just automatically, who would want a wheelchair if you have a prosthetic and you can walk? Right. And he explained to us that his leg is um, cut off right here. 
And so he has a stump and that when he wears his prosthetic, it irritates his stump. And if he doesn't give that stump some relief and sit down in a wheelchair, yeah. it'll just keep eroding that and they'll keep cutting it off until it's so short that he won't be able to, be able to put a anything. prosthetic on it. And we were like, oh, and the VA won't give you one. And he, it's his left leg because I got it now. I got it. <laughs> he, he got blown up on the left side. So they reconstructed the left side of his face. Yeah. He shattered his left shoulder. His left leg um, was amputated, and they, the VA gave him this 52-pound huge clunker that wouldn't even fit through the doors at his mom's house in Houston. And what he needed to do was reach, get in his truck that he can drive, reach down, pick up his wheelchair, and put it in the back of the truck. Mm. Move, go on about his day, and he couldn't even lift it. Wow. And so we were like, okay, we got you. So we built him a lightweight titanium 14-pound wheelchair that he can pick up with his shattered left arm and put in the back of his chair. And I want to make sure that everyone knows that we serve both genders. <laughs> I, I really need to get that out there. So much hate speech right there when you say both. <laughs> both. We serve both genders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not all 37,000 of them. No, we serve them both. Yeah. Yeah, we just go. got an email from a, um, from a foundation wanting to know if we served all genders. Yeah. And I said, we sure do. We, and I said in my email, yes, ma'am, we serve them both. That's good. All right, Crystal Larimore, Wheelchairs for Warriors. You can find them at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We're going to take a quick break. Hang tight, and uh, don't you move. All right. Hey, there's a podcast I know you guys are going to like. You've heard me talk about it, and uh, it's a crazy world we're living in. You're trying to make sense of it. People turn the truth upside down all the time. Kids are being misled. Marriages are falling apart. Christian values that hold this country together are going out the window. So you need to you need to know the truth, and you need to have the opportunity to share the truth and equip yourself to do that. That's why the uh, podcast Refocus with Jim Daly is so important. Jim Daly is the president of Focus on the Family, and if you don't know about Focus on the Family, it's time to take a good look at them. They're a great organization. They've been helping families follow their faith for over 40 years. And Jim has been the president of Focus on the Family for 20 of those years. So he's helped millions of people share God's truth. So he knows his stuff on the Refocus podcast. Jim talks to experts about things that you probably deal with all the time, whether it's sharing your faith in cancel culture, dealing with woke politics, all the stuff that you argue about at Thanksgiving with your family. Fun, fun stuff. So check out Refocus with Jim Daly. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. That's Refocus with Jim Daly, and we'll be right back. Crystal, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming up to DFW. Now we all get to turn around and go down to Houston. That's right. Go back. Well, I'm from Hillsboro. Yeah. I'm from right here. Yeah. Hey, Chad, have a right there where 35 splits. Right there where it splits and it's all jacked up. Yeah. Yeah. Bucky's? Did somebody say Bucky's? Nah, Hillsborough's not Bucky. That, that's not Bucky's Town. is that's in Ennis. The, that's the Love's Truck Stop. Love's Truck Stop in Hillsborough. You can that's go right. to all the shopping stuff. Is Hillsborough still got all that stuff there? In, it's all closed down. Oh, Amazon. All gone, Amazon's right? closed down all the malls. Yeah, Nothing's little, fun anymore. <laughs> the little shopping malls deal? Yeah. No. I got a Bucky's in Ennis, and then there's one in a Madisonville. Yeah. yeah. About an hour north of where north I live. Of where you live. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming up here. And yeah, we're yeah. going to do some more stuff. Hang on. I want to talk to you some more for overtime. But um, if you're not a subscriber to Blaze TV, you can't get overtime. You need to get overtime. And you do that by going to blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. It will save you on an annual subscription. Listen, we've been talking about parallel economies and parallel culture, parallel entertainment, independent broadcasting, all these different things that John talked about, all these ways to get involved. As Crystal has talked about, 
support us with uh, at Blaze TV. Be a part of that family. And I want to encourage you guys to uh, find me out on the road. Watchchad.com for all the fun stuff is. Jesse Payton and I, we're going to have four nights in Kansas City at the Comedy Club there coming up in September. So get your tickets now. And then I'm bouncing around some wild and nefarious places like uh, South Dakota and Wyoming and all these other places before it gets too cold. Who knows? I might go up there and just stay after this 110-degree heat wave we've been enjoying here in Texas. But uh, know that I love you guys. Check out John's new single, I'm Offended, and wheelchairsforwarriors.org. And we will be with you tomorrow. Love you. God bless you. Bye. We need you and Jesse to do a show. In-